Guys, like, who was the king in love with? Welcome to the podcast, African Soulmates, a podcast that is dedicated to reviewing Korean dramas, otherwise known as K-dramas. Your hosts are myself, Nomsa, Melissa, and Melizwe. We love K-dramas, and in this podcast, you can expect to hear all of our criticisms, praise, bashing, and banter about everything K-drama, at least the ones we've watched. Hello, everybody. We're back with a new episode, and we're excited because this is not something we had announced before. We decided to surprise you with a show we didn't give a little precursor to. Today, we are talking about Mr. Queen. Yep, Mr. Queen. If you have not watched it, get into it. It's one of a soulmate favorite. Um, but before I get ahead of myself, I'm going to ask Noli, please tell us what is Mr. Queen about? Awesome. So uh, thanks, Nomsa, for that introduction. As the title suggests, Mr. Queen is about a uh, agenda-bending experience. So we have a male chef called Zhang Bongwan, who is from present day Seoul, and he somehow ends up in the body of uh, a queen. Her name is Kim Soyoung in the Chuseon era. And in the first part of the drama, I mean, it's mostly comedy as Mr. Queen is dealing with this culture shock and um, trying, plotting, doing everything he can to try and return back to his home, his life and his own body. But what we see as the show progresses is that, you know, that continues to be his priority. But at the same time, um, he starts forming bonds and getting attached to the people around him. And, um, you know, he just gets caught up in trying to navigate the messy politics of power, succession, family and even love. So this was... um, it was a really, it's a show that created a lot of fanfare and then also, you know, attracted a bit of controversy, but um, I'm excited for us to talk about everything that go- that goes down in the show. And um, yeah, I don't know if you guys want to add anything to the synopsis. If not, I think we can go straight into talking about the, the actors and the characters that we encounter in Mr. Queen. Um, commenting on the actors... Wow, like Mr. Queen was so well done. Um, I thought the cast was chosen nicely. Um, and just to give people context for those who haven't watched Mr. Queen, the female lead, her name is Shin Hae Soon. And she's such an interesting actress actress for me. And she's she's slowly becoming a fave. And I know I've only spoken about her as a fave, but she's done some strange shows in the past. Um, and and when I say strange, I mean, she's she's definitely one of those actresses that gets completely immersed in her role. And she picks roles where she has to really stretch herself. So to give an example, she was in a show called 30 But 17 about a woman who's in a coma when she was 17 and she wakes up when she's 30 and just acting like a 17-year-old, 30-year-old woman. She was borderline like annoying in that show because <laughs> she gets, guys, she gets so into it, right? She was acting proper <laughs> like a 17-year-old and it was a lot to take in. Um, 
And another show she's been on that people like uh, Angel's Last Mission Love. And it's when she falls in love with an angel and her character is someone who used to be very successful, successful ballet, ballet player. Is it a ballet player? Your English is ballerina. Ballet dancer. (laughs) (laughs) She used to be a ballerina um, and she's not anymore because of an injury. And it's just a mess. It's just a mess. But yeah, I like it's either you love her or you don't because of the way she just gets into her characters. And I'm starting to love her in the recent role with Mr. Queen. And she's also a great story because she's really come from being an extra, a proper extra. If you watch her earlier shows, because she's done. What? Yeah, she's come from being an extra to a lead. So if you watch her, like, yeah. So if you guys, those who are interested, just like follow her career because it's inspirational, to be honest. And then the male lead is Kim Jong-hoon. Kim Jong-hoon, sorry, Kim Jong-hoon. And he is similarly has had an interesting career. A lot of people remember him from Crash Landing on You as Alberto, as Noli always says. <laughs> but before Crash Landing on You, he was in a show called Time that was like, oh, boil. Was it? Yo, guys, English is so hard. Why do I even try and be, sound smart? <laughs> Embroiled. But yes, yes, we're with you. We're with you. <laughs> Yeah, his show time was embroiled in controversy because apparently he said that he was really method acting and the character was depressed. So he was acting depressed in and off the show and sort of like off off st- standoffish and all of these things. Um, and so it was just confusing for a lot of people. And then he had to stop mid filming because he was so immersed in the character and now he was getting proper depressed and it, it was there was a lot that happened in that show and so he stopped acting for a while until crash landing on you so oh, wow both of them are method actors it seems well okay she's not a method actor but they both are really invested in their acting careers so this was the backstory i had when i was watching mr queen i was like ooh Let's see what these guys have for us. Let's see what they have in store. And they delivered. I loved it. I won't even get into like the side characters. We'll talk about that later. But I think those two are worthy enough of a deep dive. Ah, girl, I am so shook because I know these characters for as like um, second leads or or had not heard of um, Shin Hai Sun before Mr. Queen. And the way that they carried this show, both of them, was brilliant. I was like, wow, you guys have just been sitting on this talent and you've just been side characters in other shows? Come on. Come on. I am so about it. Wow. I'm so inspired. Thank you for that context, Melissa. But without like talking so much about these characters... What were your thoughts, like just generally, your first thoughts about Mr. Queen? Noli, what did you feel after this show? Oh my gosh, so many thoughts. So I loved Mr. Queen. I thought the acting was superb. It was um, also a combination of genres for me. I mean, the comedy alone, I don't know how many laugh out loud moments I had. And also moments where I would just pause and I'm like, wait, what? What just happened? 
Um, and Mel, I thought of you, you know how you are like, sometimes it just helps you to, to sort of draw a diagram to understand what's happening with these plot twists and turns. And I definitely had a lot of those moments, but I mean, I could gush all day about, about the show. Essentially, it took us on a journey, right? I think the first half felt very light, very playful, very comedic. And then in true Chuson era form, it just turned real serious real quick. And I was like, whoa, not, not anything I was expecting um happened i mean i i know i've said all that quite vaguely haven't talked about any details but <laughs> um i think uh i would bounce the question to namsa like what did you think about mr queen okay so i i watched it most recently literally finished it like yesterday um <laughs> so everything is so fresh in my in my mind the first thing i will say is that it's 20 episodes and it is it's 20 episodes and you don't feel those 20 episodes. So the difference between Mr. Queen and Vincenzo, I'm sorry. I don't mean to come for another show in another podcast. But with Vincenzo, you were watching and by like episode 16, you felt like, ah, oh, okay. As Nolly would say, this could have been an email. Um, <laughs> or you just felt like, okay, we didn't need to go into 17, 18, 19, 20. But Mr. Queen does 20 episodes so well. For me, it is the blueprint on how to do a 20 episode drama. And each episode is an hour, 10 minutes. And still, I was hooked. I was like, wow, I was laughing. I was emotional. It went on all. They never lost me. They never lost my attention for 20 episodes. So for me, I thought that was impressive. As a whole, the show is so funny. Um, I think the writers were so witty, bringing kind of like, um, because it's a man who is present day and then like goes back in time. Um, he's also, he talks like, he uses slang. So he's out there talking about like Instagram. <laughs> and like, you know, you like, I don't know, whatever. He's, he does all sorts of things that everyone in Jusan is like, what? What is he saying? <laughs> And it's just, it's a mess. So I love how the writers were like, it's it's just an era, but we are actually going to use um, langu language that the viewer understands in present day. Um, and you could tell the difference. So I, I really enjoyed that. I loved watching this um, Kim Soyang, which is her, the queen's name. I loved watching her um, transition as well. I think it's it's a show that does transitions or character growth so well all these characters start as one thing and they end as another except for the evil guy he just remains evil <laughs> can i just make a quick comment there because what had happened is the queen had an accident the night before her wedding right and so it's then that the i don't know their spirits intertwine or whatever happens right and the the chef now inhabits her body and so she's waking up from being in a coma and everyone explains it away as, oh, okay, no, these strange behaviors and things she's saying, these are just a result of her still being a bit, a bit off. She's still recovering, <laughs> right? They have no other way to explain these bizarre things that come out of her mouth and just bizarre behaviors. So I thought that was so hilarious. That's so true. That's how they explain it. And then eventually they're like, actually, this... This is a mess. Mel, what did you think? <laughs> Guys, I love Mr. Queen. 
I think the word that comes to mind for me is unexpected. I've watched Jusan, I've watched Gender Bender, like I've watched romance, like you know I'm in it to win it with any type of show that has any sort of quality. With Mr. Queen, I was just like, what? oh my gosh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? That was me at the end of every episode. Like, what's actually yeah. going to happen? And also, it was it just felt thoroughly refreshing not knowing what the the romance was going to look like. I actually did not know until the very end if they were going to end up together or not. And if they ended up together, what that would look like because almost every other romantic show you have an idea like even crash landing on you even though it ended with some random you know long distance situation you knew that was where we were headed right but with mr queen i was just like at the edge of my seat like oh my gosh is so young going to end up with the king like or is it going to be bongwan bongwan is the name of the male chef that ends up in her body it's just like, is Bongwan gay? Is like, what is the king gay? What is happening here? Just question mark, question mark, question mark the whole time. So I thoroughly enjoyed, enjoyed the show. Um, Mel, you're so right. Wow, you're so right. I had no idea how it was going to end. And I was at the edge of my seat too. I couldn't tell like what's happening. And at some point you also can't tell who exactly is talking. Is it the, is it the chef or the queen? Is the queen dead? Is she not dead? Who? Ah. Like, and to have these questions for 20 episodes and still just be watching to answer your own questions is actually, for me, is just like the, the mark of brilliance because it's like, what, how? who is what <laughs> guys like who was the king in love with no that was the big question for me like who has he fallen in love with who is this person like the the characteristics we're seeing how much of that is um kim so young versus bong wan right so uh, you know they're the parts where we're still hearing bong wan speaking but then yeah who this was the big question for me throughout the show. Do you know what this reminded me of, Noli? It reminded me of Oh My Ghost. Remember Oh My Ghost? Um, yes. The, so for, for people who haven't watched Oh My Ghost, it's about a really timid girl who sees ghosts and then she gets possessed by a ghost who's really like extroverted and just really loud. And then <laughs> both of the, it's so funny please watch it if you haven't watched it and <laughs> so then, good. it's so good and then they 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 both are in love with this chef i guess chef is the <laughs> <laughs> the common denominator <laughs> right they both in love with the chef and then he falls in love with her and at the end he says he's in love with the timid version of the girl but you just like have question marks but like you were talking to the ghost the whole time though like right how do you know who you who you were actually in love with and that's exactly exactly how i felt about the king because at the end you we we got a glimpse of so young and she is sassy and she has she, she has some of those bong one characters because remember um her court maid is like oh like she 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 came back now showing those characteristics it seems like before she was just internally sassy and she wouldn't say how she was feeling. But when she came back, I guess Bong Wan just gave her the confidence that girl, go ahead, girl, 
like <laughs> say what you gotta say so she comes back with like a little a little sauce a little avocado sauce um so you know sorry that's an inside joke because you know avocado actually has no sauce but you know. no exactly <laughs> I'm dying. Like spicy, Ooh, like avocado. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not. <laughs> yeah. So it's like maybe Bongwan helped her release some of her inner true self, but I did. Nodi, I have no clear answer to that question. I want to say he was in love with Bongwan, to be honest, and Bongwan yeah. was in love with the king. Yeah. I agree. Agreed. I agree. Because even when Bongwan is gone. And the king looks down at, at the queen's dictionary. Oh, is that a spoiler? Sorry. You can put this at the end. I don't know. We've come to understand that all our episodes are full on spoilers. I mean. We, right. we just can't help it. We yes. can't help it. So when he looks, well, Bongwan is gone and he looks down at the queen's dictionary and, and um, the king says, why do I feel like I've lost something? And that's when I was like, yeah. And, you know, it's not even just the king. Even me, I missed Bongwan inside the queen's body. I missed, I missed right. it because it was, he, he was funny. He was rude. <laughs> he was obnoxious. He was arrogant. He was just everything a queen is quote unquote not supposed to be but it was refreshing to see it because he would actually just be like this doesn't make sense like this doesn't make sense he would and then he would and he always had his own agenda that was so different from what a queen's agenda would be but somehow he managed to merge the two for example choosing royal consorts for the king Bongwan inside the queen's body is thinking me I want to choose a, a, a consort that is one that is cute, one that's innocent, and one that's sexy. <laughs> Those are his priorities or her priorities. Yeah. The king's priorities is I need to choose families that I can align with for the future so that we can, you know, unify the nation. So I need girls from different families that are not the, the two clans that are at war inside the palace. And it so happens that the queen chooses three powerful families, three girls from three powerful families. So the king and queen are both happy with these consorts but for different reasons and it's just this happens throughout the show the queen has her own agenda for her own purposes but somehow it coincides <laughs> it coincides with what she needs to be doing as a queen but nobody understands that this woman is not who you think she is and she has her own agenda she's sucking up to the grand queen dowager for her own reasons even though that's what she's supposed to be doing Nomsa, that's hilarious. And you're so right, because we see how the queen really is driven by <laughs> he, she, they are really driven by this agenda to just get back home. But then I, I feel as though, you know, the more time you spend in a place and around certain people, the more you are bound to get connected, right? So against his better judgment, I think in his mind, he thought he, he starts developing uh, feelings for people he's concerned about them and so it's like okay yes he's pursuing his own agenda but at the same time um, he's helping people out with their own intentionally or coincidentally right um, actually I had a question for Mel or both of you it's a question that came up because of something Mel said we were talking about Mr. Queen a little while ago and my question is, did the chef need to be a man? If, if they wanted someone who was um, 
a, a different, who had different characteristics from the queen, right? Who's more extroverted, speaks their mind and all that. Did it need to be a man then? Oh my gosh, Noli, this is such a great question. Right? I thought about this. Yes! Well, go ahead, sis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I've also thought about the question. No, I'm saying you're so, no, please go first. I haven't gathered my thoughts, please. Wow. Oh my gosh. So what were you going to say when you said Nolly had a great question? <laughs> I was going to say I'm going to hand it over to Napsa. No, you were not. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, Fantastic question. And this is exactly my, that, this was my thought around like episode five, six. I was like, okay, I get why they chose someone to get into the queen's body. They're obviously trying to shake things up. But then I thought to myself, I, I remember being a little disappointed that they chose a man to shake things up because initially like the queen is a hero, the queen is a hero, but she's only becoming a hero because there's a man inside of her. So I was like, I don't know. What are they, what are they saying? Are they saying that it has to be a man inside a queen for her to become the hero? Could a woman have done this? Because I remember watching the queen and the new queen with with um, Bong Hwan inside of her and thinking, but there are women like this. <laughs> Doesn't have to be a man inside her. There are actually women like this. So um, I did have that that moment, but maybe that that's the tool they decided to use to to get to their point. But I definitely had a moment where I was like, so at the end of the day, it's still a man who needs to save us. Yeah, Namsa, I think I had the same thoughts, and then. I was like, but I guess bringing in the male dynamic, like uh, the typical male dynamic and energy, you know, the testosterone that Bongwan brought in, I thought it was part of the comedic element because there's definitely women who would be as indifferent to the king as Bongwan was, but not with that comedic flair because Bongwan did not care. <laughs> And it was his mannerisms in the way that he didn't care. <laughs> and can I just give um, Shin Hye-soon her flowers? Because she was consistently embodying Bong Wan's mannerisms. You, like, I found myself genuinely believing that this is a woman with a, with a, with a man's soul spirit in her. <laughs> and so every, as a waste man a waste man exactly <laughs> and even in moments where she's not the center of the scene if you look at her she's still doing some shady waste man things like it was so <laughs> consistent even when in the second half of the show when the queen was now slowly coming back to her to to her body and he was fighting her off she was still walking like a dude. It was <laughs> it was so amazing to watch her like embody that. And so so but back to, to, to Noli's question, I do think that um it didn't need to be a man, but I think the humor was brought about by it being being a man. Because we wouldn't have gotten all those scenes where where the queen slash bongwan is thirsting for the court maids. <laughs> or, or he's, he's he's fighting for the royal consort. Imagine, like he's actually <laughs> fighting with the king, the queen. Sorry, he, she, they. The queen is fighting the king. He wants to look cooler than the king so that 
he can sleep with the royal consort. Guys, <laughs> he had no sense of reality that, like, sir, everybody still sees you as a woman in this situation. He think he thought he right. was so cool that he could still get with those guys even as a woman. It was hilarious. <laughs> Um, and I think, Mel, it's great that you brought up Oh My Ghost as an example, because, yeah, you know, we have seen a situation where it's two women uh, or the the spirits or, yeah, the spirits of two women in one body. Right. So, yeah, this is different. This is a, a different take on it. And I think there's a, a way that they're also showing how attraction to people is is fluid, right? You can be attracted to anyone. Yeah, it's cool how, oh my goodness, the, the what's her name? Shin Hye-soon really did the things. I, I echo this giving her flowers. She's really um, such an impressive actress. Um, were there other characters that stood out to you? I mean, they was, but it was like, it was a hate hate and then kind of like, a, oh, that's sad. Um, is Imbom, who was in love with Kim So Young, the queen, before Bong Wan entered her entered her body. Well, he was still in love with her, but like he, it was borderline obsessive, and so I didn't like that. And he just he thought he was equal to the king, which is crazy because if you've watched Jusan uh, shows, like like you can't. Sorry, Namsa has just put in the chat that is Byung In. Sorry, my bad. Byung In, Byung In. Um, and like you know that the king is all powerful, and so it was just it, that was also a weird dynamic for me for 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 Mr. Queen in that they really made like the king was like low stakes. He's just another Smurf. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was so different to what I've seen in Jusan shows in the past where the king like nods his head and then people die right so i was really shocked by byung in's audacity as a character and i thought that his demise at the end was quite sad because he just genuinely just loved the queen but you know he needed to stay in his place sorry byung in bye <laughs> know thy place sir this is still the king and there's a scene where the king reminds him you know where he's like bruh i'm the king here okay this is my country this is my queen fall back son <laughs> yeah that was a great scene like i think it was even twice that he 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 put Pyong in in his place and i was just like thank you because I remember saying this to Mal. I I couldn't I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Why did this guy have so much confidence to challenge the king? Like he would talk back. And I know I sound like an African auntie talking about her child, but like, why did he feel like he could talk back? Why did he feel like he could do what he wanted? Why did he feel like he had like he could protect the queen? Like at one point, this man just came up and he was like, "I'm protecting the queen now," and the king looks at him like, "What? What?" Actually, I wish I wish my child the same confidence and audacity that Byung In has because that was the audacity of life. That, yeah, audacious. Talking about audacity, <laughs> there's his little friend, Royal Consort Consort Wing. We, how do you say her name? Johajin. Yeah, talking about annoying characters, there was the Royal Consort Johajin. Yo, that's another another character that had audacity. She would see the king and the queen together who are married. 
and she would feel some type of way girl you a side chick like fall back and that you entered the situation knowing you're a side chick but maybe that's the thing right she thought she was the love of the king's life and then all of a sudden bong one came in and the king's like oh what's this is different it's a new flavor and then (laughs) and now she was relegated I only see you once a week on Sundays for two hours. So she was now like shook, right? And she now was just feeling all sorts of entitled about the situation. And it was really sad. Mel, (laughs) I get it. I honestly think she had the audacity. But part of me, I wonder though, because before we enter the scene, right? Before we see Bong Wan in the queen's body, what we understand is that the queen and the king have a a relationship that's just fraught with tension and distrust and all sorts of things and it it almost it's as if yeah he and the con- the consort had a little thing thing going on and then he's the one who switches things up on her so you can almost understand for her how it's like wait a minute we we were on track to like yes she was going to be the official side piece, but they also had a a relationship. And he, the, what we believe is that he didn't have a good relationship with the queen. So for her, it's like, wait a minute, now you're falling in love with this chick that, what? So mm-hmm. to a degree, I could understand her, her frustration and her jealousy and all that. But yeah, ultimately, you know, she, she was just the side piece and the king reserves the rights to fall in love with his wife, the queen. <laughs> Yeah, agreed. I think the king enabled Johajin's entitlement. That's the truth. He enabled it. Even you guys, do you remember how different he was when when we first entered the scene? When he would see the queen and we were like, what's happening here? We didn't realize, but he would see the queen and he'd be like, oh, 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 my queen. And then he would see <laughs> Johajin and he'd be like, and I'm, I promise you, if he knew how to say Chagia, like your ball, he was quoted to saying your bo when he would call her like he was so gentle and sweet like Georgian I can't wait to see you he would even start whispering do you know what I mean so we were like what's happening and I remember this is also why I love the king so much because it was such good acting because we we realized that what he shows the queen is affectation and what he's showing Georgian is affection and and he really and there's like mm. the slight there's a thin thin line and he straddles it so well where he's just like yeah yeah that's my queen but if you look really carefully you can see that he cares nothing for the queen and it, it even took um bong Juan a couple of episodes to really realize like oh this man doesn't like the queen mm-hmm. you know it took him a while because at first he was confused like what's happening here then he's like wait a minute this man doesn't care for this woman and then when you see him with joe hajin he's so sweet and whatever so i think he enabled that entitlement so in her defense he enabled it but i love what you say noli she did still reserve the right to fall for the queen because at the end of the day she's the queen and i think um, the consort joe hajin was naive in thinking that she could keep his heart forever under the circumstances that they were in like they just the circumstances were not set up for johajin to win and she was naive in thinking that she would always have the king's heart simple 
And just to add to that, for those who haven't watched it, there's like a prequel series. Oh, Soros. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> there's a prequel. <laughs> okay, one more time. There's a prequel series on on Mr. Queen called The Bamboo Forest. And if you watch it, it's like two ex episodes, I think. And if you watch it, it actually shows you like the relationship between the king and the queen before we enter the situation and i was really thoroughly shocked to see that they did not know each other when we see them interacting that is literally their first interaction so i just had so many questions and you guys can maybe answer them for me is so if that was their first interaction if i understood it correctly when they were adults, how did Kim So Young know she was in love with the king? Like, if you watch the bamboo forest, you can even see her like, okay, I'm wondering what does the king look like? You know, what is he like? Like, um, she's like nervous. And then they meet, right? But they don't know that it's Kim So Young and they don't know that it's the king, but there's a little spark. They're like, ooh, who's this guy? Ooh, who's this girl, you know? And I was just like, so sis, how did you know you were so in love with him? Like there was sort of like a plot hole there for me, but maybe I didn't catch something. The plot holes, I agree. There was a there was a few plot holes. I mean, we've been raving about these shows, but there's still there's a few plot holes that I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, they at some some point they I feel like the writers built such a complicated story that you before they knew it there were plot holes and it's like it's too late we've gone too far we just have to ignore that question we can't answer it <laughs> i also want to understand and sorry this isn't really connected to to mal's um mal's question but it's just my own question where was the, where was the queen when what is it no jang bong Hwan was in the oh queen's my. body where was the queen because we knew he's in a coma in the other world she was just floating or she was in the other body. How did she know that she had been dead or whatever in the time that Jiang Bonghuan was in the Jisun times? Because presumably she's in a vegetative state on the other side. She's unconscious, the other side. So she doesn't she does she doesn't get all the context about Jiang Bonghuan's life and where he is and all of that stuff because she's unconscious, right? She only becomes in that veget vegetative state later on so i just felt like that didn't really they i couldn't connect the dots there there was a, i was like there's a very real question in my mind for these 20 episodes where's the queen and why does she suddenly know everything that happened if she was unconscious that's a great question um i wondered if if she wasn't still in her body but like so i don't know that they necessarily swapped places i wondered if the queen was still there, but in some kind of retreat. I don't know, because it's almost as if um, there were there were moments where, well, towards the end, right, where you were seeing more of her. And I just wonder if it's that she was just hiding and she's like, I'm tired. Let me see. You, you fix this. You figure this out type thing. <laughs> I don't know. I wondered what, how she knew to kiss Bong Wan when they were both in the water. I, you know I have all the questions about the kisses. Because who was driving that? How did she know to kiss Bongwan? Was she already in a spiritual state? Like the whole, even the whole swap for me, Namsa, let's not even go to where's the queen, but like how did that 
even happen yeah i mean but that's that's it with fantasy shows you never know all the answers you just leave like oh, okay i guess science <laughs> or um shamans <laughs> but okay a question i have for you guys um and maybe the last around just discussing the show before we go into our rating is we spoke a lot about what we loved about the queen and only now we're talking about some of the plot holes what didn't you enjoy about mr queen sure i can i can talk about that um i think i might have like like alluded to it before um but so before i say that i know you just asked me what i didn't like but i just want to say about the side characters i just I didn't get a chance to say. I really loved all the side characters, by the way. <laughs> um, particularly, I liked that um, Byung In acted so well that he made me me like hate him. Um, I loved Jo Hwa Jin the way she would switch between being very sweet, like my king, to like I must kill the queen. I thought that those the 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 way that she did that was fantastic. And I want to give a shout out. I'm sorry, like this wasn't even the prompt, but I want to give a shout out to Kim Taewoo, who plays Kim Jua. Kim Jua Gun is like ultimately the kingpin of all the corruption that's happening in the in the palace. But the reason why I'm giving him a shout out is because he just gave me like what P Professor Snape vibes. If you've watched Harry Potter cool calm and collected and like he didn't let up on that um at all and i really enjoyed watching him just be cool calm and collected you, you don't really know what he's thinking but you know it's not good um <laughs> and even when he's met with information he's always just like very cool very calm very collected i loved his vibe i loved his villain vibe loved it what i didn't enjoy um i'll now answer that question was there's like three episodes where he goes missing it's like i don't know did they give him leave <laughs> be like or oh, did he fall sick three episodes where he goes missing and um his son takes over as the villain but i didn't think that was very believable like he just was just quietly writing in books like i felt like he he just drops off unbelievably for me. It wasn't believable because he'd been running things and seeing as much, he'd been running things for the longest time. Um, and then suddenly he's just not. And then suddenly he's back to running things. Um, but when he came back, it was in like a, a weird frantic way. And I was like, no, that's not like him. He's very a calm, cool, collected character. And I guess, yes, at the end, you do have to get off your throne and evil must lose. Um, but I thought, I thought that wasn't really believable. I was like, no, I wanted, he, he needed to be consistent. And it really felt like, uh-uh, is that it? When they took him, when he got fired, I was like, uh-uh, that's it? He's got no response? He's got, oh? Uh? But then I guess, yeah, he, yeah. So there was a couple of like, <laughs> what does that mean? But there was a couple of plot holes like that for me that I, I was just like, oh, okay. They could have done better. Yeah, thanks, Domsa. And actually, I'll do the same and talk about some side characters because I forgot there's some I wanted to shout out. The chef, oh my gosh, the royal chef was so hilarious to me and I loved his relationship with the queen. And then the, the court maids and court lady Choi, so the queen's, um, her little squad, you know, they were so loyal so dedicated to this woman and every time anything happened you know the hearing the chorus of mama <laughs> made me so so happy um yeah so I just wanted to shout out that little crew 
And then in terms of what I didn't like, I mean, honestly, I, I'm searching. I'd be clutching at straws here, but maybe one thing I can comment on is the ending. I don't know what they could have done, right? I didn't feel great satisfaction from the ending, but also I, I remember thinking, well, what else, what else could have happened, right? How else could they have ended this in a way that would have made me happy? So yeah, it's, it's not a... Um, it's not a critique. It's just a feeling I felt. And yeah, I can't think of anything apart from little, little things here and there that, um, that I didn't like. What about you, Mel? Yeah, I agree. Like there's nothing that stands out to me, um, about what I didn't like. Um, I honestly, sorry, just talking about the side characters quickly, but I honestly didn't pay much attention to the side characters because I was deep in the chemistry of the king and the queen. Like every time the side characters were on, I would pay attention. But then when the king and the queen were together, I'd be like, ooh, because those guys, I don't know, again, if it's the chemistry with So Young or the chemistry with Bong, Bong Hwan, but they really, I remember the scene where they pretend to be in love and then he like flips her and they like <laughs> i don't know they're talking about the no touching rule or whatever and i was like oh my gosh you know when you're rooting for a relationship i was rooting for the king and bongwan i was right there yes. <laughs> i need this to work out These guys are so good for each other not only was it the chemistry, but the way that, you know, Bongwan had a different sort of like um, perspective about life, which the king was in so desperate need of because of the type of Jusan he wanted to lead. Um, it's the way that he, Bongwan would just like argue with him and just, there were so many things about that relationship that I was like, this would be a long lasting marriage if these guys got married. <laughs> That's what that's what I was thinking the whole time. Well, I kind of was sad when So Young came back. I was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> that's why that's why I'm saying like when it was over, I was just like, oh, what? <laughs> like that? Just like that? And I'll actually, I I'm dying. I'm dying that you said this could be th their relationship had the makings of a long lasting relationship. Something that stands out to me is when um, the king would try to apologize or make amends with um, Bong Wan slash the queen over something that had happened, right? Meanwhile, Bong Wan has moved on. Bong Wan would have a little rant and then just be like, okay, whatever, I'm over it. And the king is thinking he really needs to go all out and apologize and do this and that. And Bong Wan's like, whatever, moving on. <laughs> I'm done with that. Next. <laughs> yes, my fave was when every time the king would walk to the queen and be like, my queen and she'd be like Aish. like why do I have to see this man can you get out of my way like most of the time I that that was probably my favorite thing as well but um <laughs> but you're so right and I just want to echo like I definitely missed Jang Bonghuan in in the queen's body because I was like now I know the queen as the way she is when she's presumably when Jang Bonghuan is inside of her so now I was like what he's he's gone so now we're just stuck with this queen who just smiles at everything boring 
So that was just me trying to talk about how I felt about that chemistry and the side characters. But as to something I didn't like, as I was saying, I think I just, I just, not that I didn't like it, but I thought that the backstory became a little bit too convoluted at some point. When you talk, when you think about their relationship as kids, the king's history with the grand dowager, with the mother dowager, like it just, with the Kims, I was just like, I get it, right? Because every Juson show has to be political. But at some point, I I wasn't even following. I was just like, okay, I think I get it. Like, this is a revolutionary king who, okay. So, yeah, I thought that could have been done a little bit more clearer. So, are we ready to give our ratings? Yes, Nolian, I think you should start. Oh, don't mind if I do. Okay, so... <laughs> For those who are listening for the first time, we rate dramas on a Korean fried chicken scale. So from one piece to five pieces, where five pieces is excellent. And I am going to give Mr. Queen five KFC pieces because this drama, apart from the little bits here and there that I didn't find necessarily compelling, it kept me engaged throughout. The characters are brilliant. Even the side characters um, have their little moments, the story, the chemistry. I love, love, love this show. And I, I say this with a recognition that it did cause controversy that, you know, it, that's something that I need to read about and understand better. But taking it at face value, um, I, I give it five KFC pieces. I also give it wholeheartedly five KFC pieces and... I say that because when Namsa was re-watching it and we're staying together right now, I would just like be trying to watch another show, but I just like be peeping like, oh my gosh, I remember the scene. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, I was so into it. And I thought that all the characters were just well-developed. There was very clear character development, which I'm all about. Like if you think about when they started to when they ended, just how different everybody's worldview was. I thought that was amazing. And it was so funny. It was such a funny show. I was, I just, when I think of Mr. Queen, I think about Bong Wan in her body dancing to Blackpink in the middle of the rain with the king watching her in slow motion, thinking this is the love of my life. And Bong Wan is dancing because he's about to leave. That is actually the of Mr. Queen for me. It's like a joke but with real feelings there so definitely a five five kfcs i am shook because i think this is the first time umeli has given a five five korean pieces of chicken because i mean all even the good shows you've you've then you know you've had a caveat and maybe given them a 4.7 or something so wow wow no bong one's in my heart namsa he's in my heart um okay so for me i think i would give mr queen a 4.8 um it's the zero i i never know is it zero point two yeah it's zero point yes two. um that i that that i ducked it was just the 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 plot holes and i was like wait wait where's the where's is the queen <laughs> um and i agree with mal that like it just got a bit complicated what i i like what was that story with the well we couldn't we could do without it with the well i don't know and the, saying that he met the queen when they were young and she saved him 
we didn't need that. I think they were doing just fine. They had enough chemistry. They didn't need some childhood link. But I, I agree with with you guys. It was hilarious. I mean, um, the queen twerking to do 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 was just <laughs> it was actually the one. And not only that, is it's it's the chemistry between the king and queen. Where she is like so happy that I'm going home, and he comes and he's like, "You've hurt my feelings." I'm walking away from you. And she's like, bye, see ya. <laughs> For that, uh, it's a top show. I definitely think people should watch it. It's hilarious. Love that. And guys, the music, the music in that show actually had me in my feels all the time because I'd be there like, I want to rock out or, oh my gosh, what a romantic moment. Like yeah, yeah. whenever I hear that, here I am, yes. <laughs> what that song is so beautiful but then there's also the the song at the beginning where it's like dun, 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 dun. oh guys i was ready i was ready <laughs> see guys i'm gonna say 4.85 because i just remembered the king as a father to be sorry again spoiler father to be and he was everything the, his father to be energy was everything for me everything Thank you for joining us this week on African Soulmates. Make sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify and Google Podcasts so you don't miss new episodes every other week. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend about the show and introduce us to a new soulmate. Mm-hmm.